Hi everyone, up and welcome to another Jim W. Podcast. This is my third attempt at recording this, but hopefully the last. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about planning and the benefit of it in both, both I suppose, my professional life, sorry, my tongue got twisted, and personal life. So professionally as a teacher, planning is extremely important because you never want to be in a spot where you don't have enough things to do for a lesson or things... Uh, what I've experienced before, things get done too quickly uh, because you can always take things off and trim, but you can never add things in very easily. Uh, Sometimes you have to, and that's part of being a good teacher is that you're able to do those kinds of things. But if you have a really good plan and you have the thoughts of, well, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and if everything goes perfect, then I might be able to do this. Oftentimes, that little extra stuff you never get to. And it's not, you know, it's beneficial to put those things on just in case because you never know if you're going to have the absolute perfect class where everything goes to a T. Everyone's listening, everyone's working hard, transitions are perfect. I haven't had that class yet for PE, but I, ha- I have had had those in special ed where you plan, you're like, this normally takes 30 minutes to do, and then it takes 15 because the kids are just working really hard that day. And you're like, well, crap, I don't have anything to do for the rest of this time. So it's always good to have those stop gaps for educational things uh, when things go perfectly. Oftentimes they don't, and it's not a big deal because you often have to trim away, like I said. But the second part, so for personal life, it is extremely beneficial to have lists of things you want to do each day because having a to-do list or a schedule of some sort creates the ability for you to accomplish more of the things that you want to do each day because it's written out. You've either wrote it out in the morning or the previous day, but you've wrote it down in some sort of way. So it's already in your mind. And if you don't, at least for me, if I don't accomplish those things on the list, I feel like I didn't do everything I wanted to do in the day. And it makes me want to do those things the next day or at least do better the next day. And I think having those lists, and I've been doing to-do lists of some sort since high school because I would forget things, one, helps you to remember those things that you may not think about, but also kind of holds yourself accountable. If you're not able to cross something out on a list, it means you didn't do it. It means you need to be able to do it the next day. And as with professional planning for education or any area or personal planning, you're never going to accomplish everything on the list. Or if you do, you might have a perfect day and you might. But you are never going to do everything to plan for anything. And to understand that allows you to not be as hard on yourself when you don't accomplish everything on a list, but to try to do things better the next day and prioritize different things. You may not read 10 pages, one of the goals that I have to do each day, but you may do other things productive that are beneficial as well such as maybe preparing a lunch for the next day to save you some time in the morning or going to bed a little bit earlier instead of staying up later to do something you know like read which is good to do but not if it's coming at the cost of something else so it allows you to prioritize things and allows you to see what if i did everything perfect today i would be accomplishing and often like it is for professional for teaching lesson plans you put stuff on there that you probably won't get to, or you usually don't get to, but you would like to start getting to. And it allows you to start putting those habits in your head to start working towards that. Because for me, how I kind of, I viewed reading a lot last year as, well, I need to read these 10 pages, or now I need to catch up on these 10 pages, so now I'm gonna read 20 pages, I'm gonna read 30 pages. 
I'm going to do this and that. And that was just the oven going off. And I would overwhelm myself because I'd want to read all these pages or I'd get a book from the library and I'd have to read an absurd amount in order to get the book done before I turned it back into the, or had to turn it back into the library before I could uh, not renew it. And it didn't allow me to develop that habit. But now how I kind of look at it is I would like to read 10 pages every day. I don't, but I want to work towards that point. And even if I'm unsuccessful three or four times in a week, those are the other three or four days that I am successful at that task and that goal. And that's true for a lot of different areas and a lot of different tasks. I'm reading more than I was last year, even if I'm reading three times in a week, those 10 pages or whatever, because I'm doing it consistently every single week. And the goal is obviously to get to seven out of seven, but that's true with a lot of things. Like I would like to stretch aggressively every single day. I don't, but it's something to work towards. And it, it puts those thoughts in your mind of when you're going to bed at night, you're thinking, hey, I could have done this a little bit more. Maybe I didn't, I shouldn't have spent so much time on my phone or doing this or that. And I could have accomplished this or that. And the same thing happens when you plan teaching lessons. You think, ah, what did I plan and how did it work and how can I make a better plan? Because that's where everything starts, whether you're writing a lesson plan or whether you're writing something for yourself. You think, did I make something that was actually helpful? Did I work towards being more productive? Did I have a good day? And then you assess how that was and you can make adjustments. And that's why over the years, my for my personal life, my to-do list have changed in different ways. So it started out originally just a bunch of stuff I would write on a piece of paper, things I wanted to do in a day. And I realized that I didn't organize it in a day, so I'm just trying to randomly do it during the day. So then I wrote a schedule of when I wanted to do these different tasks. And I realized that that was micromanaging myself too much and it was unrealistic. And so then I fell away from the schedules because they were not just not working, but they were just, you know, I'd write, I want to stretch at 9.30 on this Saturday. And I just wouldn't. So it, was, it felt unproductive. And I went back to just doing normal list. And now I'm kind of in a hybrid where I have my to-do list at the top of each sheet. And the bottom half is my schedule for the day. And sometimes it will have a task like work out. Obviously, that's going to happen at a certain time. Same with school. Like I'm going to go to school when it starts and whatnot. So you create those. The I create the schedule that has the main things on it. And then I supplement some other things that I would like to do that are I would say critical for each day, such as stretching. I think that is probably something I need to do much, much more because it is uh, one of the best ways to recover. But that's kind of off task from the focus of this podcast. Putting something like that on there shows an extra emphasis of something that you want to accomplish. So I may not put read 10 pages on my little schedule thing, but I'm definitely going to put stretch. And if I'm driving to the gym, I might put podcasts on there just to listen to one of the podcasts that I have saved up. And there's little things like that that you can add in. But for me, I have that schedule that of the main events of that are going to happen that day. And then a, the couple things that are super important that I really want to have accomplished for that day. And there's always other stuff you have during the day, like recording this podcast. If I happen to not record one on one of these days and you know fall off the wagon of every day, that's fine because maybe it comes at the cost of me going to bed earlier or stretching or reading or one of the other things that I want to accomplish. And I think that's what the biggest, and honestly, that's the biggest thing of planning is the prioritization of the things that you want to do during the day. Because it starts with 
well, what do I want to accomplish? If this is going to be a good day, what am I going to accomplish? Then you prioritize. These are the things that would make it a really a, a good day, and then everything else would add to it to make it a really great day. And then you know everything's done on the list. It's a perfect day, and it's a building of that because you want to have a lot of good days. You want every day to be good. You want some days to be great, and maybe everyone's probably have a perfect day. And that's how I've grown to look at the do to do list and to not hold myself so just make myself feel bad because you know I didn't do everything on this list or stay up extra late to do everything because I want to be able to cross everything off to just work towards being a productive individual and that's really it